Bismillahirrahmanirrahim In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful The leadership of Muhammad On a journey, the leader of a people is their servant Muhammad By John Adair Chapter 2 The Shepherd There is no prophet that has not worked as a shepherd Muhammad used to say Did you do so? asked one present Yes, he replied, I herded sheep as a boy. We do not know when the Prophet served as a shepherd, or for how long, or for whom he worked. But in retrospect, Muhammad clearly saw this period as uh, providential. It was almost as he saw it in a necessary condition for being called as a Prophet. It happened, of course, long before he knew that to be his destiny. In this chapter, I shall ask you to consider the possible lessons of leadership that Muhammad, as an intelligent and observant youth, might have gleaned from long days and nights shivering a flock of sheep and goats in the wadis that threaded through the sun-baked hills, the sun-baked hills and mountains around Mecca. Is that a wonder when he first came upon the cave, where later, in about the year 610, he would come for weeks to be alone with God. David was 30 years old when he began to reign over Israel, and he reigned 40 years. In the Quran, he is called a prophet, as the authorship of the book of Psalms is attributed to him. The Psalmist, 78, chapter 78, verses 70 to 72, summed up his vocation in these words. He chose David his servant and took him from the sheep folds, from tending the ewes, from tending the ewes that had young, he brought him to be the shepherd of Jacob, his people of Israel, his inheritance. With upright heart he tended them and guided them with a skillful hand. It is clear from this passage that probably the strongest ancient metaphor for a leader is that of the shepherd. Classical authors such as Homer and uh, Xenophon, Homer and Xenophon had used the same image. Given our present knowledge of leadership, it is, single, it is a singularly rich image. We know now that someone in a leadership role has three core and overlapping functions to achieve the tasks to hold the group together as a unity and to meet individual needs. We know also that leadership is essentially a journey word. <coughs> we know that we know also that leadership is essentially a journey word. Putting these two insights together may help us to understand why the shepherd metaphor is so fertile in overtones and implications. It is a simple and serviceable model for a future leader, even though the lessons would have been more implicit than explicit. The shepherd gave direction to the flock by leading it from the front, sometimes walking for up to 20 miles a day in search of the sparse grass that grows in the uh, wilderness. For even the pastures of the wilderness, Psalm 65, uh, 12, John 22 were welcome in the spring when the desert is green with the fresh grass and flowers that will burn up in the summer heat. Lambs naturally follow their mothers whilst fully grown wild sheep that live in 
bands follow their dominant ram. To mark their paths, sheep have hoof glands that give off scent. Early humans in the Mediterranean, Mediterranean basin, at least as long as as long ago as 6000 BCE, observed this phenomenon, <coughs> and so that docile sheep could be tamed and induced to follow a human leader instead of a ram. Shepherds in the hill country and the and in the wilderness had dogs, but the dogs were kept to protect the flocks of sheep and goats and not used to round the flocks up or drive them. As a rule, shepherds go before the flock, but not uh, infrequently they are seen behind it. Shepherds walk behind, especially in the evening when the flock is on its way to the fold in order that they may gather the, the, straggler, the stragglers to uh, the stragglers to protect them uh, from the stealthy wolf. They may gather the stragglers, the stragglers and protect them from the stealthy wolf. Shepherds also often walk by the side of the flock somewhere around the middle uh, of the straggling line in the case of large flocks, the chief shepherd goes before, and the under shepherd or helper brings up the rear. Keeping the flock close together was essential for its safety. No shepherd would go so far ahead as to lose sight or be out of earshot of the sheep. The natural instinct of predators, such as wolves and Hyenas was to scatter the flock and then kill their individual victims. Therefore, the unity or cohesiveness of the flock was important to shepherds. They saw a sheep or goat wandering off, they called it back, should it uh, still walk away. They hurled a stone from their sling so as to fall, into, to fall uh, just beyond it and send it scurrying back to the uh, flock. If a sheep became lost on the hills, Matthew 15, 12, in the hills and gullies of the Judean wilderness, the shepherd had to decide whether or not to leave the flock in order to go in search of it. If several shepherds had charge of the flock in uh, of the of the flock, if several shepherds had charge of the flock, it it was easier for one to go off, but even so, the departure would weaken the collective strength of the shepherds, for the main threat to the flock came more from armed raiders rather than small mountain uh, panthers or leopards, lions, bears, jackals, hyenas, and wolves, which roamed in parts of Arabia in ancient times. The shepherd then came to personify unity, hence the Proverb quoted by Jesus, smite the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Smite the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. In order to keep their flocks safe and together at night, a time of a greater danger, shepherds often herded her her them into the limestone caves that abound in the hills, or they made as sheep folds with dry stone walls in desert areas where stones could not be found. They constructed their folds from thorn issues thorn bushes, wolves uh, sometimes define the dogs and uh, lead 
uh, and leaped over these barriers and so shivers might keep some of the lamps and young kids uh, uh, close to their tent for the night or fairest among women sings the author of the song of Solomon 1.8 follow in the tracks of the flock and pasture your kids beside beside the shepherd's tents flock in Arab lands are often composed of, a she of sheep and goats which are much more unruly than sheep alone goats tend to be black white sheep and while sheep in contrast are white as they are easy to distinguish at the distance goats are especially fond of nibbling young leaves but will eat scrub whereas sheep prefers a fresh short grass if they can find it but sheep and goats in mixed blocks do not always coexist happily and the shepherd must work to keep them together harmoniously this characteristic made it often necessary to separate the goats from the sheep in the fold in all human groups and organizations there are similar tendencies to internal divisiveness the perpetual journey of shepherds and their flocks uh, brought danger and hardship for, for all of them the shepherds shared these dangers on an equal footing with the sheep shepherds carried no more than a bag or wallet together with the staff and sling the, the summer sun hurt or burnt uh, burnt shivers and flocks by day and all shivered in the winter snows and icy winds shivers and sheep ran the risk of attacks by wild animals or of tree tree treading treading on deadly vipers that lurked in the limestone rocks it is not hard to believe that the shivers came to love their charges each could be recognized individually and called by name Therefore, it is not surprising that the metaphor of the caring shepherd was applied to God. Therefore, it is not surprising that the metaphor of the caring shepherd was applied to God. The 23rd Psalm is the song of an individual sheep, a person whose every need has been met by God and the shepherd. Like all analogies, the metaphor of the shepherd for a leader of people does not break down eventually. People and sheep obviously have a different number. People and sheep obviously differ in a number of important respects, but the broad functions of leadership are contained in the image. Shepherds respond to three kinds of implicit needs present in the flock. Flocks need to find food, and so the shepherd leaves them on earth. To flocks need to find food, and so the shepherd leads them on the path to their desired destination. The shepherd holds them together in a cohesive and harmonious unity, and lastly, the shepherd meets their uh, individual needs. Shepherd uh, knows uh, know each sheep or goat by name. They make sure that it finds the right food and enough water. They point or they appoint uh, an individual uh, an individual plans and sheep thorn wounds. Shepherds know each sheep or goat by name. They make sure that it finds the right food and enough water. They anoint an individual sheep's thorn wounds with oil. They tend a sick animal until it recovers strength. A joyful moment would come at sunset when the shepherd who had led out the flock of sheep in the morning brought them all safely back to the fold. It is one thing to lead people out on a journey, but it is another thing to bring them safely home. 
that analogy holds good for all forms of leadership the successful leader for uh, example is the one who brings the army home in uh, safety and if it is victorious in triumph to a great welcome with all the joys and the celebration of such a shortcoming for for soldiers in all ages there is no sweeter experience both Moses and David had worked as shepherds and the implication is that some of the qualities and skills learned there are uh, there are transferable to the leadership of people and ultimately to the nation David guided the human flock entrusted to him by God with a skillful hand it is difficult not to believe that in his youth Jesus also had the care of the families and neighbors sheep and uh, and goats among the hills of Galilee for the imagery of the shepherd informs his teaching on leadership the Greek word for good in the same attributed to Jesus I am the good shepherd John 10:14 is kalos meaning skillful as opposed to agathos which means morally good good shepherd leaders master the skills of leadership they know their business they are not there are no hirelings who will run away at the first hint of danger if need be they will always lay down their lives for the sheep entrusted to them the vision of a flock of sheep without shepherd was the most powerful image was the most powerful image in the ancient world for the need of a leader. On one of the very first clay tab- tablets found the world's earliest writing was incised in a cuneiform, cuneiform a, sum- a Sumerian, a Sumerian a uh, proverb. Soldiers without a leader are like sheep without a shiver. It seems uh, God calls a person to become a leader of a flock through the perception of the need for leadership. Moses had responded himself to that call to become the needed leader and in due course he appointed as his successor Joshua a man with the spirit in him as one who shall go out before them and come in and, and, and come in before them who shall lead them out and bring them in that the congregation of the Lord uh, may not be as sheep which have no shepherd numbers 27 17 one day when muhammad was walking with others in the shade of the date palm trees in medina some boys passed him carrying some baskets of arak berries muhammad looked at his companions pick me out the blackest of them for they are sweet he said to them ones like ones like that i used together when i fed the flocks uh, when I fed the flocks uh, of Mecca at Jihad, they brought him the choicest of the fruit. Surely there has been no prophet raised up who did not do the work of a shepherd, said Muhammad once again, as if reflecting to himself. Key points: leadership is done from and leadership is done from in front. In the human context, a human leader may not always, on a physical journey, be the person out in front, just as the shepherd sometimes works behind the moving flock, but spiritual leader is the one who leads from the front. A leadership example is everything. As the Moorish proverb says, when the shepherd is corrupt, so is his flock. Apart from leading the flock to pasture and water across the wilderness, shepherds have to keep the flock together and care for each individual sheep or lamb. They will know the sheep by name, and the sheep, in turn, 
will know the shiver's voice. A good Greek callous skilled, a good Greek callous skilled shiver meets on the level of the flock of sheep. The three interactive circles of needs that are present in all human work groups at all times in history to achieve the common task to be held together as a working unity and the needs that individuals bring into the group by virtue of being individual embodied persons. A good Greek agathos, morally good, shepherd, is interested in the welfare of people not increasing. When leaders are worthy of respect, the people are willing to work for them. When their virtue is worthy, worthy of admiration, their authority can be established. Alhamdulillah.